This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right. Happy Thursday, everybody. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We'll get fired off here. Dr. Kelly Victory, Steve House. Dr. Kelly, we'll start with you. Welcome and hope you're having a good week. Hey, I'm having a great week. It feels a little bit like Groundhog Day, though. I know. I suspect uh, you could wake up and think it was 2020 if you listened to the news. Steve House, welcome as well. And for those of you listening, Dr. Kelly Victory, there's an entire page dedicated on our website, RushToReason.com, where you can learn more about her. And at some point, Steve, we need to get you your own page so people know your background, but you can share that with everybody for a moment for those that may be just tuning in the first time. I don't really think people need to know me, John. I'm trying to hide from the federal government. You so should put a mask on. Excuse <laughs> me, some sort of an injectable. Good I mean, I, I, Kelly says it's been a good week. I think this has been the beginning of the worst month ahead we've seen in a long, long time because of what we know is coming. Yeah. It's already started, and it has no explanation, no justification, and I'm going to try not to swear throughout the call today. Well, we are going to talk about some of this today. That's mainly why we're here. And I mentioned last week that we had uh, not not a lot of listeners, but a particular listener that thought that we should end these Thursday sessions. COVID is over. There's nothing left to talk about. Move on. You, there's better things to talk about, like homelessness and other things going on around. And um, guys, I wish that were true. But as Steve just said a moment ago, Dr. Kelly, it, it ain't over yet. Yeah, to be clear, what's not over isn't the threat of a virus. That's right. Uh, so in that, so in that way, the, the listeners suggesting that we should be quote not talking about COVID anymore are correct. COVID, the virus, is not the problem. It's the pandemic mentality, the fear mongering, the uh, unprecedented power grabs by the government, the loss of civil liberties, and the total lack of critical thinking that we need to address. Because we are absolutely heading right back into this. They are running these same fear tactics again. And what remains to be seen, and the reason I haven't lost all hope yet, Steve, is because I am hoping that what you and I and John have been doing, I do this five days a week, not just on this station, but elsewhere, seven days a week. I'm on, I'm on TV as well, trying to educate people about this. So what remains to be seen is are people going to fall for it again? Mm-hmm. Are people going to you know, run to the basement, hide in fear, cower behind masks, put up with this, uh, you know, the tyranny that right. we have lived through That's for right. the last three years? Or are people going to say, no, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. 
All right, Steve, you can comment on that. I want Kelly in a moment, though, to explain where some of this is even coming from. But, Steve, your comments, and I, I for one, think that just seen enough comments that I think people have had enough. I think this is going to be a really tough sell on their part. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, there's already money spent. I mean, there's $5 billion that's been spent on, you know, research on new vaccine types, on, you know, different types of test kits and other things. I mean, you know, on one hand, yeah, you're right. We may never get to a full lockdown because I think people will resist that. But number two, the federal government is spending money. If you want to talk about homelessness instead of COVID vaccines, let's talk about how much money we spent on COVID and COVID vaccines and everything else instead of solving a homeless crisis, if that's the case. I mean, it's all about offsetting in funds, and this is crazy. $5 billion already. We have, their contracts have been signed. It takes place October 1st. I mean, this is not rocket science. They're going to spend the money one way or the other. Dr. Kelly, what are they going to use as justification for this? And I think that's important to talk about. Lots of people are seeing lots of different things from the heiress strain of COVID or what I would call the BS strain of COVID. But I'll let you explain that instead of me. Yeah, what they're talking about, John, is once again, they're announcing new, quote, strains of, oh, my, we have a new novel strain. Well, this should be a surprise to no one. I've said from the very beginning, viruses mutate. All viruses mutate. Coronaviruses are particularly good at it. They do it more quickly than others. So there's going to be continued new strains. This is nothing to alarm people. The great news is that this the uh, COVID virus has mutated precisely as we would have predicted that it would, meaning it is becoming more and more contagious while at the same time less and less severe. And that's exactly what we are seeing with the new Aeros quote, variant, as I call it, the, the, the only scary variant is the one called BS 24 yep. seven, because that's what this is. <laughs> um, we are seeing, you know, it is the nonstop. The reality is even the CDC, when you on their website, they say, here are the symptoms of the new heiress uh, sub variant that you should be very scared of. Runny nose, sore throat, and occasional headache. Oh, cold. The last I knew, yeah, back in the olden days, we called that a cold. Yeah. Okay? So so th- what are they using for justification? Nothing rational. Nothing that makes any sense. We have over 150 published studies proving that face masks do nothing to stop the spread of a respiratory virus, but that hasn't stopped certain universities right. from reinstituting mask mandates. So, again, it's not based on anything legitimate, as Steve said, nothing scientific, purely based on uh, on fear-mongering. Unbelievable. Steve, again. Uh, you know, you can, no, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can take this even a step further. I mean, the, the college in Georgia and a few others have said, you can't come on campus without your temperature being taken. Well, last I checked, a fever was actually expressly stated by the WHO is not something you experience with this particular variant. So, first of all, we find out there were emails saying, look, Mask, uh, you're, you're misrepresenting mask. That was between internal people at CDC. You're misrepresenting mask, which means people are actually going to put themselves in greater danger by coming in closer contact with somebody else with a mask on. It's not going to protect you. We know that's the case. So they order masks now in these institutions. And secondly, it's not fever associated. So why take people's temperatures? And oh, by the way, if your temperature is good, does that mean you don't have COVID in this case? Probably not based on what we've seen. It just is nonsensical. Yeah, I, I can tell you, and Dr. Kelly, you being a doctor would know this. I happen to be one of those individuals that unless I've got something really severe, some sort of a bad infection, even a regular sinus infection for me, I've rare, I rarely, rarely ever run 
a fever, partially because my regular temperature is a, de- a degree, degree and a half below what everybody else's typically is. So in my case, you wouldn't know if I was running a fever by walking into a place or not anyways. It's an absolutely ridiculous parameter to use to determine if people can go. If, if I have a temperature of 101 and I take you know 400 milligrams of ibuprofen, my temperature is going to go down to normal. Okay, right. I could have meningitis for all you know, right. but I've taken you know Tylenol or, or ibuprofen, and and therefore my temperature is normal. It's absolutely stupid. It, this is what I call theater. Yep. It is pure yep. Yep. security theater. Yep. They are doing things to try to act as if there's some reason you should be afraid, some reason that we should be taking all of these extra precautions, and all it is is a way to maintain control and allow them to initiate or institute other sorts of uh, you know roadblocks or, or things that they you know hoops they want you to jump through. It absolutely has no basis in science. All right, we'll be right back. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Text me a question, by the way. If you have something for Dr. Kelly, let me know, 307-200-8222. But affordable interest mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers, his number, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DOOR. Equal credit lender. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish, but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com slash absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. If you would like a doctor that thinks along the same exact lines we're talking about today, that's Dr. Scott Faulkner. Give him a call, get an appointment, 303-663-6990.
Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative health care, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. All right, we've had a few listener questions come in. Keep sending those. We'll get those answered here shortly as well. 307-200-8222. Dr. Kelly Victory, Steve House with us. Okay, let's. I want to get a couple of uh, questions out to both of you. Dr. Kelly, again, ladies first, start with you. Given that there's rumors of some things coming from, you know, masks to they're going to really ramp up again, boosters and things along those lines, we may even see some, I don't think, Personally, it's going to be widespread shutdowns, but I think you are going to see some areas where they could shut some things down, including maybe some FAA regs on masks and so on. Dr. Kelly, how do we push back against this in a nice, kind way, knowing that the person at the store or the the thing that we may be trying to enter is just a messenger? How do we handle this in a nice, polite, but firm way? You know, it's a great question, and I honestly think the answer is that people have to refuse to comply. In other words, if you go to the local hardware store or the local and they say you can't come in without a mask, don't go in. Don't go. If I guarantee you, if people didn't go, if you have your average mom and pop store or your average I don't care your Walmarts, your tar- targets, if people refuse to go in because they have to put a mask on, those stores will stop enforcing it. If no one goes yep. in the store, yep. I, okay, yep. don't go. Don't go. So I'll tell you what I'm doing. You know, I'm shopping ahead. I'm going to the grocery store this weekend, and if they initiate mask mandates, I am not going back. I will go weeks without going to the grocery store. Yeah, okay? well, I think a lot of these don't. places are forgetting, to your point, and Steve, you can chime in on this, is there's other alternatives, especially now. This is the downside of a second round, is a lot of stores and places have figured out how to help you mitigate this without ever entering a store in the first place and still get what you want. So at the end of the day, Steve, you can have things delivered to your front doorstep and never go to a store if you want to. You can, and, and I think businesses will ultimately feel the pinch there, but... Again, I, I, I wouldn't wear a mask. I mean, if I get a flight booked and I get to an airport and they tell me I cannot fly without a mask, I will turn around and go home. I mean, just, I mean, right. we, regardless of the heartache that, heartache that might cause in some situations, we cannot let them do this. I mean, Tony Fauci just read last week that, you know, he felt like lockdowns were also a good opportunity to make sure everybody got vaccinated. Yeah. I don't like the sounds of that at I all. I don't either. I right? don't either. I mean, because I'm not going to get vaccinated. I mean, this is... They're playing with, and, and by the way, everything you read from the CDC, I shared some stuff with you guys today. They talk about three cases in the U.S. They don't think it's, you know, causing hospitalizations. They don't have any evidence that it is. 
I mean, the more they talk, it's just another variant. Yeah, it's been a while. But I mean, like, you know, okay, it's going to be winter soon. Well, it doesn't feel like that right now. But, you know, what is this based on? There's nothing here that looks like evidence that there should be anything close to a mask mandate or a lockdown. Dr. Kelly, your thoughts, and I can't disagree with anything Steve just said. They're really, it, we can get into the political end of this maybe a, maybe a little bit later after we answer a few questions here, because really a lot of this, I think, now falls into the political realm, which I think is really stupid as well. But, Dr. Kelly, how are they going to, I mean, I know there's a certain amount of people out there. There's a certain amount of, quote-unquote, Karens and Kevins that will comply to anything they throw out. In fact, are waiting for the day it comes back because they're that person, and they're going to make sure that they stand at the front door of every store, whether they work there or not, and make sure that you, I, and Steve wear masks and do what we're supposed to do. I know there are those people out there that are just loathing over this. They can't wait for it to come back. But that is a small, in my opinion, small percentage of the population. How are they going to get everybody else convinced this is the right thing to do? Yeah, well, I think I, I don't think they will, and I think it's an issue of do, of making a decision. Making sit down with your family tonight over the dinner table, make a decision. What are you going to do? Because I guarantee you, if you comply with this, if you let them get away with it, we are done. Okay, we are done. Mm-hmm. We have got to stand up and say no. I am not doing this again. There is no rationale for it, and I won't fly, or I won't go to the store, or I won't go to whatever. I won't pay my tuition. If I can't go to school because I have to wear a mask or I have to be you know, vaccinated, I am not doing it. We need to speak with your wallets, okay? Your average mom-and-pop store, your average restaurant, if no one will go to them, they will start taking down that sign that says mask required. Mm-hmm. They will. Do you feel like it'll, and and guess I'll throw this back to you, Steve, do you think it's going to get the point to where certain states just say, listen, we're going to shut down like we did the last time around, or do you think they're going to make this more selective on individual businesses? What's your initial thoughts there? Well, I mean, Gavin Newsom's going to be running for president before not too long. I think, you know, doing that and saying to the world, I can comply with what's best for my citizens. I will do the same for America. And those guys in Florida, like DeSantis or Trump, would never do this. Like, I mean, it's going to be a political point in the game that they're playing to be president. And if the you know, government says they ought to do this, then the government's always right. If you don't do it, then you're wrong. I definitely think we'll see states locked down. No question about it. Okay. Uh, good answer. All right. Let's get I, a, I also, go ahead. Go ahead, well, Dr. Kelly. Go I, I ahead. Also, I also think to, the, to your point about it being political, uh, the, the timing is, you know, is not, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is suspect. They are clearly going to lead up to it once again. I mark my words, this is going to be the rationale why it's too unsafe to go to the ballots come next year. Yeah. It's going to be too unsafe. We're going to have to have all mail-in ballots. It's going to be all mail-in for the primaries. It's going to be too unsafe, don't you know, to actually go out in public and go to the polls. So you better believe this is going to tie into uh, big concerns once again about election fraud. Yeah, I, I can't I can't argue that. And I think, again, the question is going to remain Will they actually get this done? And my point is, and I think you two agree, if enough people just flat out say, we are not going to comply, we are not doing this, you can tell us not to meet, you can tell us not to do this, you can tell us not to do that, you can tell me as an owner that I have to do this in my store, but I'm not going to. If enough people don't comply, there aren't enough resources to force them to. Correct. That's it. And that's my point. There are not enough resources not to do it. If everybody at the airport, at Denver International Airport, 
if 80% of people, if 50% of people said, I'm not wearing the mask and took it off, they can't arrest everybody. That's right. They just can't. That's right. No, that's exactly right. You know what? And people have got, unfortunately, I am saying that this is not something where I'm suggesting violence. I am certainly not suggesting that people do something that is illegal. These are mandates that are not based in law. There is no law. Okay. The CDC doesn't make laws. The FDA doesn't make laws. Okay. Mm -hmm. They are are not legislative bodies. Right. So, you know, I am suggesting that you simply say, no, I am not doing that. And if you require me to, I will not support your business. I won't come in. I'm hearing from some folks texting in, won't give exact names of airlines, but there are some of the uh, unions, flight attendants, et cetera, that are already planning a lawsuit on day one if the FAA does do a mask mandate again. So at least that's brewing in the background, guys. Yeah, you know, part of the problem, Kelly's obviously right about they're not based in law. The problem is the fourth arm of government, the bureaucracy, regulates all those industries, which means they can make their life painful if they don't comply with something. And I think that's where it's going to come down to. I think unions and other people are going to have to say, no, I mean, after the Massachusetts study where they had 18,000 students, 44 people were infected by someone else out of 18,000 students, no one died, no one was hospitalized. I don't know how they can justify any lockdown, especially since no one has said yet that this is the one um, variant that for the first time in history of viruses is stronger than right. the original. Right. I mean, it's not. So why the That's hell right. are we putting up with it? I, I absolutely right. agree. There's just lots to happen. See, I, I, I feel, and get you guys' opinion on this, I think they'll try some soft, quote-unquote, shutdowns in certain areas. They'll see who's going to comply, who's not going to comply, how well does it go. My own personal opinion is they'll do some trials, if you would, in certain areas to see how it goes. And then my thought is they'll base decisions on what to do after that based on how their quote-unquote trials go. Dr. Kelly, am, am, I, am I thinking correctly or not? No, I, I think you are correct. I think they're going to see, I think they're going to roll it up, the, you know, run it up the flagpole, see if anybody salutes. Uh, and then before they do a mass roll, they're going to they're going to check that they will certainly get some traction in places like uh, California right. and New York and New Jersey and Illinois, the places you'd expect. Um, they will get people to comply. And as you said, there's no doubt there's a uh, faction of the population that's just waiting. Oh, they and loved it. We'll be doing. Yeah, that. they, they loved can't it. Wait for that's it to right. happen again. That's right. Uh, God knows the teacher. You know, anybody who's in the teachers union, they can't wait for this to happen again. Oh, my God. We might get out of having to actually do our jobs for yet another year. Right. You know, we can stay home and that's right. do this, quote, virtual learning stuff for another year. They love this stuff. Um, but the average, you know, thinking individual is now saying no. And back to the issue of the vaccines and the booster push. Yeah, this is Good absolute point. insanity. Um, let's let's be clear: the last booster we have, the one that that they're pushing right now, targets the XBB variant of Omicron. The XBB variant of Omicron now constitutes less than five percent of all the cases of COVID. Last week, so it's even less than that now, but last week it was 4.7% of all cases of COVID currently occurring are related as a result of the XBB variant. In other words, the virus has already mutated exactly as I said it would away from that, from that uh, current booster, which means if you get this booster, you don't have a chance in hell of it actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? It's right. not going to stop you not- from getting it because... 
Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. As I say, it's likely not going to do anything, even if you got it, you know, three or four months ago. The head of the CDC said today, the physician in charge of it said, you know, they were asking her the question, you know, do you, do you believe the prior vaccines or prior immunity is going to help people? No. Um, do you believe that the vaccines you are intend to approve in a, about a week or whatever it is, w- will they help people? Of course they'll stop people from getting sick. Really? I mean, based on everything that's happened, that appears to be a flat-out lie because we know that's not the case. And now you're mm-hmm. saying it's less than 5% of the people are going to have the actual variant, which means it's like threading a needle. I mean, you'd have to literally thread a needle to find somebody out of the 330 million who's going to benefit from this vaccine. Correct. Yep. Correct. 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 No, you're right. Okay, a couple of questions that have come in. Let me get these uh, going here really quick before I... Forget we run out of time. Husband and I got the first COVID vaccination and booster before we began hearing the truth from us, by the way, here. We've taken no further boosters and continue to care for ourselves, take vitamins and so on. My husband is now convinced it's unsafe to take the flu vaccine. It sounds crazy, but maybe not since the lies the government have already told us. He now believes they will put the COVID vaccine into the flu shots. Is this something really we should worry about? We're both seniors in our early 70s. What I can say is this. Um, I understand why people have concerns and I understand why people no longer trust the government or, frankly, no longer trust the healthcare system after the lies they've been told about these. I do not believe that they will surreptitiously, you know, put combine two vaccines without telling you. I don't believe that that will happen. There is no question that they are trying very hard to come up with a combination vaccine to include COVID, RSV, and influenza, and that they are intending and hoping to make it to include mRNA. Mm -hmm. That hasn't happened yet, but it is coming. The current flu vaccines are more traditional technology, and if you've taken a flu vaccine in the past and have not had ill effects from it, I can't say that you shouldn't do the same. Um, You really need to size up. What would you normally do? Would you normally take the influenza vaccine? The influenza vaccines, as hopefully everybody knows, are far from from perfect. Uh, In a good year, they might be 60 percent effective. In other words, stop six out of 10 cases Uh, in a really lousy year. It might only be 20, 25 percent effective. It all depends on how well they guess. Um, So I don't think you need to be concerned right now that you will surreptitiously get the covid vaccine uh, thrown in with it. But uh, I understand people's concern about vaccines in general now. Okay, makes total sense. Uh, Next question that I've got is, is there a safe TDAB, sorry, TDAP available for tetanus? I think mine is out of date. I have no idea what TDAP is. Yeah, you know, the tetanus injections, I think, are, are really relatively safe. The great news about a tetanus injection is you only get it every 10 years. Okay. You know, I think much of our issue that we are seeing, and this is just my opinion based on, uh, you know, what the data that we are seeing rolling in now over the past, you know, say four decades, is that it is the frequency with which we are giving some of these vaccines that are problematic. Okay. You know, we've talked about it before on the show, you know, when back in the 60s, you know, when we were all kids, the average number of vaccines that you got during childhood, meaning from birth to age 18, was between six and nine vaccines, depending on where you lived. That number is now up to 72 vaccines, 72 injections that you get from birth to age 18. Okay, many of them are coming in rapid succession. Kids go in at the age of 18 months and might get 
three, four, five or more vaccines in one sitting. That's, I believe, part of the problem. The tetanus injections, on the other hand, you get very intermittently. It's once a decade, um, and it is traditional technology. It's not mRNA technology. So I don't have particular concern about that. Even with all that said, the risk of tetanus in this country is really very, very low. Uh, people have this idea that every single time you lacerate your finger, you might get tetanus. That is simply not the yeah, case. Yeah, and thank you for um, saying that. Where did, where did that fear come from, Dr. Kelly? You know, it, it is crazy because, you know, people have the, you know, tetanus is a bacterial infection that occurs, you know, outdoors. The reason, you know, we, we worry about a rusty nail or rusty something is because in order for something to rust, it had to get wet. And that wet may have happened from a, an animal urinating or defecating on the thing. Uh, and therefore, you know, you may, it may have come into contact with the uh, bacteria from another animal. Um, that is now turned into every single time you cut your finger on a paring knife while, you know, peeling and, you know, an orange, mm -hmm. you uh, somehow are supposed to run to the ER and think that you might get tetanus. It simply is not the case. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Anything else you want me to ask Dr. Kelly or Steve, any questions you might have, please let me know. We only have these folks, Dr. Kelly and Steve, each week for about an hour is all and uh, really want to know. Uh, from you guys, what questions you have so we can get those answered, even some of the other mandate things that we, you know, that we talked about for the first half of this hour. If you've got questions on that, please let me know as well. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Any upgrades or just maintenance you need done when it comes to your home, your drains, anything, anything at all, Hi-Fi Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Hi-Fi Plumbing knows that your drains are out of sight, out of mind, until they back up. High Five uses a range of high-tech gadgetry to find out what's blocking your pipes and drains. From small augers to big rooters that slice through clogs like a hot knife through butter, they have the tools and knowledge to fix your clog fast, right, and permanently. High Five can solve your plumbing problem fast and educate you on what happened and how to prevent it in the future. Drain clogs can happen far from where you can see and for a wide range of reasons and causes. So when it is necessary, High Five uses a camera system to take video footage of the clog and show it to you so you can stop it from happening again. High Five also offers an enzyme treatment which is a bacteria that feeds on organic matter like algae, mold, hair, and other clog-causing material to keep your drains running freely. When your drains are gurgling and draining slowly, call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE today or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing. Golden Eagle Financial, like Dr. Kelly, is our resident expert when it comes to all things COVID and vaccines. Al Smith is our expert when it comes to your financial future. Call him today, 303-744-1128. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets 
and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Pops Garage Doors, all of you most likely have a garage door that will at times need maintenance or repairs or anything along those lines or even upgrades. Pops can do it all. Three, sorry, 719-399-1089 or find them at klzradio.com. Do the job right the first time is not just a saying, it's the founding principle of Pops Garage Doors. Pops understands the importance of a seamless experience when it comes to repairing your garage door, and that is why they are committed to excellence with a quality of service you can only get from family. As a family-owned business, Pops' team of expert technicians will treat you with that same care and respect they give to their family. They will service your garage door right the first time with no pressure to upsell or too-good-to-be-true deals. Pops Garage Door doesn't just do customer service, they do family service, providing a free inspection and estimate to ensure your garage door is fixed the first time out. And with over 275-star Google reviews, you can be confident Pops will treat you well. Let Pops Garage Door do the job right the first time for you. Go to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, getting some text messages in. Thanking, by the way, both of you for doing what you do on a regular basis. So uh, I'm passing that along. And, yeah, I'm very appreciative of that as well. And I also got a message a moment ago from my other half that basically said, I can't do this again, Dr. Kelly. It's just so depressing. All of these lockdowns and the mass and all the nonsense. I don't think she's the only one that feels that way, by the way. No, I think that's exactly right, and that's why I am suggesting that people get their acts together, talk to friends and family, be coordinated, and say, no, we're going to be stronger this time. Last time, we, we fell for it. We didn't know. We were fearful. We thought we were doing the right thing. Many people were compelled to wear the masks or to socially distance mm-hmm. or to get vaccinated because they thought they were doing the right thing for others, yep. even if they didn't believe it themselves. They thought they were doing the, the caring thing for elderly parents or grandparents or whatever it was. We know better now. You know better now. You know that the data are out there that have proven that. Oh, OK, so, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, know- I want to interrupt, Dr. Kelly. So along those lines, back to. People that are out there feeling this way that will at some point, we know that they're going to run into some of these things. We've got people that are listening to us all over the country, by the way, California included, because of your influence out there. So along those lines, as people encounter other people that are going to be that Karen or that Kevin, if you would, how do they factually, nicely explain the things you just said to them? I think what you can do is you, you, if somebody doesn't, if they simply want to keep drinking the Kool-Aid, God knows the data have been out there, the studies are out there, and they simply have not availed themselves of that. As I said, there are over 150 published studies on the uh, failure of masks to stop the spread of respiratory viruses. You can find those uh, posted on the website that I'm associated with, which is earlycovidcare.org. Uh, Dr. Paul, which, ours, which our website links to together. as well. So those of you can just go to rushtoreason.com and find it all there. It's easy. 
Exactly. We know, for example, through all of these, the multitude of, of now obtained and leaked either through FOIA uh, requests or leaked documents, we now know that even the CDC was aware they, the, uh, that there were challenges to the issue of masks and the fact that masks did not work dating back to November 5th, 2021. That's when epidemiologists asked the CDC to remove this information from their website, saying that masks would be helpful. November of 2021. This is old news. The information is out there. So my suggestion is not to get into arguments with people. Simply say, you do what you think is right for you. I'm going to do what's right for me. If you're vaccinated and you're sure those vaccines work, then you shouldn't have a care about what the heck yeah. I do. Very true. Okay? Very true. If you're, if you're wearing a mask, yep. masks work, you shouldn't give a crap about what I do. You shouldn't care hmm. because, you know, if I'm not, you, you do you and I'll do me. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go on with my life. I'm going to get out in the sunshine. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to get together with family and friends. I'm going to socialize. And I'm going to support those businesses, whether they're retail stores or restaurants or whatever else, that don't buy into this silliness. All right, Steve, going back to you, going kind of to the political mm-hmm. sides of things, we just saw a debate last night with all the candidates, which, by the way, everybody listening, I'll talk about next hour and have some clips for you guys as well. But, Steve, when you look at what needs to happen, we need some change and so on, how could what they're doing, and I do believe there's going to be some soft closures and things along those lines, how in the world can that you know be positive for any political party. I know there's a third of the country that are, you know, hardcore Democrats and they're on the left and no matter what happens, they're going to comply fine. But there's 70 percent that don't believe in all that nonsense. How in the world does this play well in their favor? I don't think it can play well. I mean, one of the things I observed in the debate last night that I think ties into this whole argument is that virtually no one's talking about health care itself. So follow this simple train of thought. So you want me to believe in public health and the CDC and their recommendations, yet if you look at any metric regarding public health or health itself, over the last five years, every single major metric is worse. We have more cancer, more infant deaths. We have more people who die. We've lowered our life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had you know, unexplained or excess deaths, all-cause mortality, excess deaths. There is no statistic that this group of people who are directing us to do the lockdown, to do the mask, to take the vaccine. No statistic that you can find that shows that they're doing their jobs better. True. Why would I listen to them? I, I think the political candidates out there should be questioning to say, look, I'm going to overhaul the whole darn thing because right now the metrics look terrible. If I'm missing a stat on where they've gotten better, Kelly, tell me that. But I don't see it, and I don't understand. No, and Steve, you bring up a great point. I don't know why it didn't come up last night. One of the first things I would have said as a candidate up on that stage is, you know what, the first thing I'm going to do when I come into office is make sure guys like Dr. Tony Fauci never have a job again. I would have said that last night on that stage. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I think it's not just Tony Fauci. It's anyone who could stand up like the head of the CDC did yesterday and say, you need to get this vaccine with a straight face knowing there's not one shred of evidence that supports what she's talking about, and, and or we know that they spent, they're spending millions of dollars on high-priced um, potential solutions they did on Paxlovid and other things like that, when in reality, ivermectin and other you know, repurposed drugs would have been a far better solution. We know yeah. that as well. 
Why would we trust them with any part of our health? I don't know. Dr. Kelly, again, I don't know why nobody on that stage last night, because if I would have been running, I would have talked about the things that Steve just said. And, and you know what? If you want to gain points and try to get people over into your side and you can't throw Trump under the bus, that was determined last night, by the way. But you sure could have said, you know what? As president, I won't make the same mistake Trump did by keeping guys like Dr. Fauci and others in charge of what we have going on here. I would have said exactly what Steve did, and I would have done that last night on stage, Dr. Kelly. I, I agree with you, and frankly, I think it is one of the key uh, stumbling blocks for Donald Trump because he has not come out and acknowledged nope, he the, has the not. failures of his administration. He continues to talk about the, quote, beautiful vaccine and how awesome I would have thrown Pence under the bus Washington. last night because he was there in person, by the way. Y- and he yeah, was heading I, up I, this, quote-unquote, task force yep. over at Dr. Kelly. I would have thrown him under the bus yep. last night. I agree with you because I think it was absolutely uh, a disastrous response, um, and I think that they need to to really acknowledge that that it was a huge response or a huge mistake. They should have fired Anthony Fauci and and Deborah Burks and the whole lot of them early early on. Uh, and I think that without you know acknowledging that, it's going to remain a real problem for Trump. Um, I think one of the other things that people need to focus on is how obstructive the government has been and yep. their refusal yep. to turn over the data that yep. we as scientists need right. in order to really get to the bottom of this. I had a long conversation yesterday with a Danish researcher, um, Vivica Manneke, uh, who, who is one of the authors, looking variability in the batches. She's a person who actually... Mm. percent of all of the severe adverse events are tied to less than five percent of all of the batches of the vaccines that reflects either something very very nefarious something very troubling and sinister or at a minimum reflects absolutely abysmal uh quality control in the manufacturing how could you possibly have that majority of bad events tied to such a small number of batches. Great point. Um, And unfortunately, the government and the manufacturers will not turn over the data that we need to really investigate this. All right, question just came in. Are there any... Go ahead, Steve, go ahead. And you saw this week there was a South African group, among others, that has demanded that documents regarding vaccine safety are turned over by the manufacturers because just about every country in the world, except the United States of America... It's questioning the validity and the viability of the efficacy yeah. of these vaccines. Yep. They're not questioning injury. They're actually questioning it, and they're putting it out while we maintain the story. Uh, going back to Trump for a second, Operation Warp Speed, you, you could look at it you know, two ways. You can say, look, we tried. You know, we did something that was rapid, and, you know, yeah, we didn't have safety data on it. Although, in reality, as Kelly's pointed out many times, we don't use safety data for vaccines to begin with. No. Where they made their mistake and where I think Trump has room to move is to say, the mistake we made was we didn't fail it faster. Once we knew we were having problems, right. as yep. in yep. it wasn't That's efficacious right. towards stopping it, we should have just stopped it. Yep. You, can't, I, you can't blame him for trying it. You can't and he was in charge then, by the go. way. He could have done that. And Biden had an even bigger opportunity because the vaccine came out and was ready to roll, really, once Biden took over and yep. everyone all in. And even after a month, we knew. It should have been stopped, That's right. and they never stopped it. All right, uh, Kelly, is, are, are there studies that look at when, if mRNA injections to produce the spike protein might stop when someone doesn't take any more jabs? I know we've talked about this in the past, but this is a question that just came in. 
And the answer is no. We simply do not know for how long you will continue to produce spike proteins in response to the mRNA. One of the things we do know is that there's huge variability in what people got. It appears very clear that it, that as much as perhaps 80% of the doses that were given are kind of dud doses, meaning it right. didn't do anything right. good to stop you from getting COVID, but it also didn't do anything bad because you really didn't get that much of what you were supposed to have gotten in terms of mRNA. So that's a good thing. Uh, the vaccines weren't effective, in other words, in stopping you from getting COVID, but you also aren't suffering the ill effects. Those people who have had bad side effects as a result of either or both the lipid nanoparticles or the mRNA, in those folks, we don't know. The answer is we don't know how long they're going to continue to produce those spike proteins because these shots did not use regular naturally occurring mRNA. It was synthetic mRNA specifically to make the mRNA last longer, not to break down as quickly. And the answer to the question for how long is we don't know. All right, next question that came in along these same lines. Again, we've covered this before, but this is a question, so I want to answer it. Almost a year ago, you guys talked about spike proteins being spread from those that are vaxxed, a spouse, for example, to an unvaxxed spouse. Does that include the mRNA and the spike protein, and will that ever go away? Uh, in other words, what's that risk factor like? And I already know the answer, but we need to answer it anyways, Dr. Kelly. And again, I cannot answer it because the studies haven't been done. You're talking right. about what people call colloquially shedding, uh, meaning that somebody who has gotten the vaccine is creating uh, spike proteins in response to mRNA that has now taken up hold uh, within their cells and shedding those spike proteins and or the mRNA itself onto people who uh, are close contacts. The answer is we don't know how much of that is going on and for how long. There's certainly we know that the mRNA and the spike proteins, for example, are Species. We know that it's excreted in breast milk. Mm -hmm. We don't know to what extent it may be excreted oh. bodily fluids and okay. therefore transferred through sexual activity, for example. These are the kinds of things I keep saying that should have been sorted out yep. during the prolonged testing period, yep. the testing period that was never done. Exactly. No, that you exactly. And again, folks, I, I like I said, I sort of knew that because we've covered that so many times. The reality, Dr. Kelly, is these are in, in a lot of these, the answer is we don't know because there's just not enough testing and data behind it to know, right? C correct. And therefore, I said from the beginning, we were told things, the three biggest lies about the vaccines that we were told and still exist on the CDC's website. Number one, that the injection would stay in the deltoid muscle mm -hmm. in your arm right. where it's injected. They knew way before these were launched that that was a lie. We have, we have the biodistribution studies from Pfizer that shows that they knew it went to every major organ system within a matter of hours. So number one lie, it'll stay in your arm. Number two lie, the mRNA will be disappear, it'll be eliminated from your body, quote, in a matter of days. They knew that was a lie. They knew that it lasted upwards of six months, and they only know that because that's as long as they tested it. They knew it stuck around at least six months. Mm -hmm. And number three, we were told that no way, no how could it get incorporated into your DNA. That that right. really does it, but they knew that it did. Mm -hmm. They knew that it could get incorporated, what we call reverse transcribed right. into the DNA. And they've proven that it does happen and it happens quickly, for example, in the liver. 
Yep. Steve, we're running out of time. I'll give you the last word on your side. What else do you want to add to that? Well, I mean, I, I just think that we, we've now not even decided to spend any time or money looking at the source of the vaccine or the source of the virus. We dropped those issues. You know, America is clearly um, corrupting our view of what this thing really is. And yep. I'm just really, really disappointed in what's happening. I think, you know, like Kelly said, we have to resist. If we don't resist, we're just not going to be able to control anything. I mean, I, if you don't resist as hard as it may be to resist, it'll be a hell of a lot harder when you don't have your freedom anymore. Which, which, Steve, along those lines, I just had somebody ask me a moment ago, is there enough people to resist? And, folks, I'm going to give you this answer. It depends on what you all do. If you teach and train and teach family members, kids, relatives, co-workers, and so on as to what's really going on, show them these studies we talked about earlier, give them the information, have them read it for themselves so that they're not just going off of whatever the mainstream media feeds them, I do think we can fight back. But if we just sit back and do nothing, we're going to be back in the same position we were before. Dr. Kelly, do you agree or not? I agree 100%, and that's what I'm saying. This is all going to come down to what individuals do. If you individually do not resist this, if you and your family do not stand up and say, nope, we're not doing it, nope, we will sacrifice, as Steve said, even if it's painful, we will sacrifice. We are not doing this. If everybody resists, we will be fine. If the vast majority give in, God help us. Um. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, Dr. Kelly, but you are correct. And this is going to be, again, I think they're going to roll this out in a soft way. So here's my thought on this, guys, in closing. When these soft, quote-unquote, lockdowns come, we have got to do the best we can in resisting those, even if it's not in our own backyard. We've got to do whatever we can to help those in those areas to resist because as they roll these out, and by the way, Colorado might be one of those areas they do that in uh, because we're one of those areas where they can get by with it. We have got to do the very best we can to resist it. So I'll leave you guys with that. Dr. Kelly, as always, thank you. Thank you for all of your time. Our listeners, as you can tell, really, really appreciate it. And I, I am just, we're indebted to you like no tomorrow. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me, as always, and keep the faith and stay we'll strong. It. This is the time that's going to test everybody. I agree. Steve, uh, you, likewise, thank you for putting all this together some three-plus years ago. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this, so thank you very much. You know, I hope we can move on to another subject one day, but right now this is about freedom. It's not it about is. COVID. So anybody who says that we're talking about COVID, we're really talking about that's freedom. Right. That's right. Amen. Important. Amen. Yep. Steve, appreciate it very much. Yes, you are correct. Spot on. He is 100% correct. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. 40% off right now on Windows and Doors. And it doesn't matter whether it's one or all. Dave can help you with any of them. And again, 40% off. 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors actually educates their customers so they know exactly what their codes are. All of their products are rated to exceed those codes and maximize the return on your investment. Everyone claims to make the best windows and doors, but Veterans knows that every window and door has to be tested for how efficient it truly is. Owner Dave Bancroft will tell you the energy efficiency ratings have to be clearly labeled on your windows and doors when you receive them at your home. If the windows and doors are not Energy Star certified or do not meet your local energy codes, the windows will not earn you any rebates, credits, or energy savings. Window and door replacement is a great investment in your home. However, if they aren't properly rated for efficiency, you are just throwing your money out the window. No pressure, no upsell, just plain facts, so you can make the best decision for your home. Get 40% off labor and material costs for the month of August with Veteran Windows and Doors by visiting klzradio.com window. 
Bruce Simmons, folks, and again, he is our expert when it comes to reverse mortgages. You may have heard all sorts of horror stories that most likely are not true. Find out exactly how it would work for you as far as reverse mortgages go. KLZRadio.com or his direct line, 303-467-7821. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. K&R Home Transitions. And uh, again, folks, the re-up program. If you've got a house that needs some remodeling done, you've been putting that off, and you think, I'll just sell and not do it. Hey, don't look at it that way. You may very well be able to do some things remodel-wise. Not at your expense, by the way, but still get more money out of your home when it's all said and done. And Catherine and Robin both can explain that to you. 720-437-8210. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and Re-Up. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, minute left of this hour. And as I always say, if you either miss this hour, you can always listen it live between 6 and 7 p.m. right here at KLZ 560 or go to the website, rushtoreason.com. And you can find all of our previous episodes there, including all of our ones we've had with Steve House and Dr. Kelly Victory. And for a lot of you, especially today's, You may want to send this on to someone else. I feel like today's hour that we spent with Dr. Kelly and Steve both are imperative to get that message out that we are not going to comply. They can try to do whatever kind of mandates and lockdowns and other things they want to do. And you guys all know me. I am not a huge boycott sort of resist individual. But in this particular case, we do not need to go through another one of these. Businesses do not need to shut down. We don't need any other added strain onto the economy and the inflation and what we already have here right now. And we definitely don't need any other rounds of stimulus on down the road, which would come from something like this. So we 
have to resist. So if you want to send this on to someone else, please do so. Again, go to RushToReason.com. Click on the show notes section. There's an entire page there dedicated, by the way, to Dr. Kelly Victory, which has a lot of the information, data that she shared during this last hour. It's all linked there as well. All right. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.